Shut up and sit down. As you can tell, we don't have the uh, the fire effects because Jeremy, who is our uh, video guru, is out. But what is up, everybody? What is up? I see. I told you I was going to mess up this. <laughs> I don't know how it starts. Welcome to Welcome the SDS guys, guys podcast. Yes, we are a weekly podcast uh, where we talk everything uh, pop culture, movies, TV, music. Uh, video games where we just sit around shoot the shit and talk about everything geeky nerdy and cool i am not jeremy hey hey it's larry hey guys it's nate and of course i am scott uh filling in for jeremy while he is out this week as the uh i guess host with the most uh that is (laughs) not that great uh so let's get going guys i would like to say what did we do this week, but I was just with both of you a few short hours ago up in Glendale. So let's go ahead and talk about Ace Universe, the con that happened this weekend. Before we do, I want to give a shout out to Jeremy. He's in the chat. What is up, Jeremy? We're missing you, man. Uh, so you're you're our captain. So we're you know we're kind of floundering without you here, yeah, but yeah. we're trying. As my wife says, come on, Scott, get it together. You are the captain now. <laughs> yeah, I was the captain, and I totally messed up. Jeremy, what did you think of the, the bad intro here? <laughs> well, I think Jeremy's only missed, like, two episodes, so it's not like we have a whole lot of practice at this without him. Yeah, uh, But you did fine, Scott. You did you did good. Episode 67? Episode 67, 67. of the SDS, guys. Yeah, crazy, huh? This um, is our yes. second time where we've kept uh, Ace Comic Con. So. Yeah. Yeah, they, so they were on part two. So they were in Glendale last January, um, and then they decided to come back, which is awesome, right? Like I'm a West Side <laughs> Phoenix kid, so it's pretty awesome to have uh, a pretty major con uh, in my backyard, man. Um, so yeah, Ace Comic Con, Ace Universe. I really don't even know what the name is. They kind of use both. <laughs> I saw a different. Side tangent. I saw different signs throughout the convention center that are like, share your pictures on social media, use hashtag Ace Universe. And then another sign down the hall would say, use hashtag Ace Comic Con. So I used them both. Um, yeah. I, I wonder if they're still going through with the whole afraid of litigation thing that all the other cons are. Yeah, that's so right. They're, right. I think they're trying to do the, the transition away from using that, that Comic Con title. No, yeah, you're, uh, you're right. We were posting on our Instagram. If you guys haven't checked out our Instagram, uh, STS guys, uh, please go check it out. We've been posting a ton of stuff from Ace Comic Con, so you guys can see all the cool cosplayers, some of the vendors. Anyways, uh, what I was going to say is when we're posting today, we're like, do we tag it with Ace Universe or Ace Comic Con? It feels like the biggest cons in Arizona recently have been going through various name changes, so it's kind (laughs) of hard to keep track (laughs) of everything. Oh, no, exactly, because now we have, it's not Phoenix Comic Con, it's now Phoenix Fan Fusion, Ace Universe is Ace Comic Con, and there's a account for both of them. I saw that too, yeah. I didn't even know that before today. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, who do I tag? (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, Ace Comic Con, one of the premier Comic Cons at bringing A-list celebrities to their conventions, right? So. 
the first thing you think of when you think of Ace Comic Con, you you think A list current Hollywood actors. So um, Ace brought the fire again this time, right? Last time they had like Stan Lee, Tom Holland, Chris Evans. Well, this time they brought some exceptionally great people um, on the guest list for 2019 was Tom Hiddleston, Loki, uh, had some X-Men people, including Michael Fassbender or Magneto, uh, <laughs> the 10th Doctor from Doctor Who, and Jessica Jones, uh, David Tennant. He also had Jessica Jones, uh, Kristen Ritter, Charlie Cox, Taron Egerton, Ty Sheridan, uh, and a couple WWE superstars, including the ever-popular Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, they definitely brought the A-game with the celebrities. I was really impressed by the guest list. Um, uh, one thing I will give <clears throat> Ace is the is credit for bringing in celebrities because every one that they've done, I think there are, what, like five of them at this point, five or six maybe? Uh, uh, so they had, uh, let's, let's do it real quick. So they had Long Island, then they came to Glendale, then they went to Seattle. Then they did Midwest. So I think this is their fifth. I might be missing one. But. I was going to say, but yeah. Was like, so we got Chicago, Seattle, Arizona, um, Long Island. So, yeah, I think we're, I think we're at about five. Yeah. So. Second year. Really only their second year of doing cons, too. So this is the first repeat location, too. This is. It'll be exciting uh, yeah. to see what, what where they're going next. Like Tyler yeah. Calvert's in the chat. And he's like, I hope they're coming to a town near me soon. Uh, I'm not sure where you're at, Tyler, but I, I know that would be cool. I did see the uh, one of the creators at Stephen Seamus guy. He's he's pretty active in social media. Like he's been looking at everybody's request and he, he said that like they want to hit the, you know, the, like the Florida's or come back to the East coast, like, or LA, like I haven't done like a California show yet. So um, I'm sure they'll be announcing their next location here pretty soon. Yeah. So that's gotta be coming up there. They move pretty quick too. When they announce, like it's usually not like a, a, a super far notice. Like we didn't find out about it till, we got maybe you know beginning October, of October, yeah, October, yeah, November. It's, it. yeah, it was only a couple months, man. Yeah, so they 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 move super fast. Uh, so you know, just keep an eye out. They may be coming to your town. Uh, they keep it pretty hush up until the point when they announce it. So yeah, uh, just keep an eye out. Ace uh, Ace Universe or AceComicCon dot com. Yeah, yeah. We'll, get, we'll get you everything you need. So, but as I was saying, like, the, the thing about it is every time that they've gone to a, another location, they have always brought an amazing guest list for each con. Like this one had it, I think uh, they had almost the entire uh, Justice League for the first uh, go yeah. round that they had up in Long Island. Right. Henry uh, Cavill, Gal yeah. Gadot. They've, they've had, had Tom Holland. Ever. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 yeah the last year they had uh, Tom Holland. This uh, up in Chicago, I know they did uh, Hiddleston, Evans, uh, but that time they had Karen Gillan and uh, Elizabeth Olsen, oh, who yeah. were uh, uh, Nebula and Scarlet Witch, and then uh, Tom Ellis, who is uh, uh, plays Lucifer on uh, the TV show of the same name. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then somebody I really would like to have seen, and I hope he comes back, is Lee Pace, uh, who played uh, Ronan, the accuser. Uh, he was at Chicago as well, so I'm hoping that we get a chance to see him him soon with one of these ones. That would be cool. Um, so what what did you uh, what did you guys think? This is our second Ace Comic Con. Uh, what were you, what, like 
just real quick, what, do you, what were your initial reactions? What, what, do you, what were your takeaways, Nate? So for the biggest takeaway for me was the A-list celebrities. Uh, that it's, it's kind of, you know, you know that they're in the building, but then you're walking around all of a sudden you turn to the right and you see that there's a panel of the X-Men Dark Phoenix cast. So you got Ty Sheridan, Michael Fassbender, and Alexandra Ship, who plays Storm. And, you know, that kind of just took me back for a second. I was like, wow, uh, they're all just talking right down there. Uh, and Fassbender, you know, you don't see his name around a lot in cons. You know, he yeah. barely visits. I don't think he's been to STCC from what I remember. I mean, I could be wrong. Please correct me in the chat if I am. But uh, it's one of those names that you don't see very often in the con circuit. So to see him there and to see him talking, talking about his character of Magneto, how he created that character was really, really cool. Um, and then, you know, I did like, there was a lot of good vendors. I like action figures. There was a ton of guys that had action figures there. Um, you ton know, of pops. A ton of pops. There's a ton of cosplayers. I loved all the different cosplayers. I mean, they were bringing their A game too. There's some really good ones. So, I mean, the experience was fun. Uh, you know, I, I will say though, I've said this, we said this last year, the venue itself um, is a little weird. I, I will say that because it's in an ice rink. Um, and I don't want to go on too much. So I don't want to steal too much from what you guys. Well, want to it, say. it's our. It's it's a little. It's a big ice rink. It's it's where the Arizona Coyotes play. So yeah, it's, it's it's a stadium. Yeah, than, like, that. Con, yeah, rather than a convention center like most conventions are in. Right. I said so, ice rink, which is probably the wrong way to say that. Like, yeah. like Larry said, it, it is a very big stadium. Uh, it goes up, you know, three stories, um, and it goes down in kind of like this circular area. But I will say this year they organized that way better because yeah. last year it was all the vendors down there, or at least some of them. This year that's where they did all the photo ops and the autographs, and it was way more organized looking, and it made a lot of sense just to keep it in that one area. Yeah. So, yeah, so this year they made a lot better use of that third story, kind of that top level, to move a lot of the um, the vendors and kind of split them between the two levels because uh, last year – they crammed tons of people on that main concourse. Uh, and so like it, there was a ton of choke points where you could only get like one or two people shoulder to shoulder walking through there. They yeah. didn't have that this year. Um, yeah. It was really well spread out. Yeah, it was still pretty busy, but you're right. At no point did I feel like overwhelmed or had to slow down. I could go at my own pace, which was cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what did you think, uh, Larry or Scott? So I... Um, I, I did enjoy it too. Like it was, it was kind of cool. This year, uh, I was actually surprised that they had uh, a lot <clears throat> less of like the artists that was there. I think it was as to Nate's point. There was a lot more people actually doing like vendors there this year than there was last year, and uh, less artists. You know, yeah, they, they didn't. It looks like a lot of those big name guys really didn't show like they did last year, um, mm -hmm. but they definitely didn't skimp out on on what they had there. It was just more people, you know, selling and um, a lot of reprints and things like that that they had available instead of uh, having the actual artists there. So they they did have a lot of artists. Um, I think it just wasn't as recognizable names this year yeah. as last year. Um, like Todd McLaren's going to be there tomorrow, Sunday only, right? So he's a right. pretty big deal. Uh, Neil Adams was there. He had a really big booth. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, so I saw um, Neil Adams, but you know, I look at it last year when they had like John Romita Jr. You had Mark yeah. Bagley. Um, there was a ton of what I'll call like industry heavy hitters 
Whereas there was not that many this year. I think the one that was pretty cool uh, to me, at least, was Stacy Lee. Uh, I think she's like co-creator of Silk, or at least she does all the main Silk stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she was there. That, that was pretty cool. But um, other than that, like Billy Martin was there again. Phil Ortiz was there again. It's a lot of the same people that they had um, last year. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, I, I completely agree with you. I know we had a lot of fun running around and meeting John Romita Jr., meeting Mark Bakley. Like, great. We, we, we got some book signs with the, with the thanks to Jeremy for the help on, on hooking this up with those comic books. Yeah. Um, but that was the first thing we did last year, all four of us. We ran around and got a whole bunch of autographs and just met a bunch of uh, really cool artists. We, we didn't have that this time for, you know, for whatever reason. I, I guess it just wasn't uh, the, the, the creators that were there weren't the right creators for us. I'm sure people right. were excited to see that. Yeah, so. yeah. We did not all each have our big little binder of, of comics that we brought in. Yeah, we really uh, did last time, which is, yeah. which is unusual for all of us except for maybe Jeremy. That's true. Yeah, I will say, even though they do have some big names that you recognize, you know, Todd McFarlane, Neil Adams, um, they didn't have as many names, at least that I personally recognize. Um, and, you know, they, they, it seems like they upped more of the celebrity guests and kind of slimmed down some of the artists a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and if you're not going for the uh, you know Hollywood celebrities, it, it's nice to have some cool comic guests because it is still a comic con. It's not yeah. Ace Hollywood Celebrity Con. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so, let's but, talk but about that. That, that, too. that go- Yeah, I was gonna say that's a great lead in, Larry, because I, I know that a lot of people seem to be disappointed, and it's the same thing kind of last year that we ran into with with people describing the event. Going in as a Comic Con, I think a lot of people were were disappointed, and I think we all kind of talked about it as: Do we really look at this as a Comic Con, or is it something different? Yeah, and I think this is kind of what we were talking about earlier with the name change, and I think this might be behind. Even though there is the SCCCS, you know, San Diego Comic Con whole debacle where you know people don't want to get sued. I feel like the move to calling it Ace Universe is to kind of distinguish it as something else other than a comic convention, um, which I think if you know that going into it, you'll know what to expect because, yeah, there's not as much comic vendors. Comics aren't really the central focus per se. It's more of like, let's create a convention around these celebrity guests and you can get some great autographs and get some great pictures. I mean, you got people like Tom Hiddleston there. I mean, I know we talked about some of them earlier, but just to recap, you got Tom Hiddleston, you got Michael Fassbender, David Tennant, Kristen Ritter, Charlie Cox, Taron Egerton. I mean, you got some big names. Yeah. And if that's what you're wanting to see, this con's for you. Um, you know, and I think that's important to remember because it's not a bad con at all. We had a lot of fun. It's just not a specific con to comics. It's more about the celebrities, at least in my eyes. No, yeah. I, I, I agree, man. Like, yeah. Um, like a Saturday ticket was $75. Honestly, like if you are, weren't going to meet a Tom Hiddleston or a Kristen Ritter, I don't know if the value's there to just walk around and look at the this other stuff you can do for free. Yeah, you can still sit down and watch the panels and that kind of stuff, which is cool. But you know what? They stream all the panels live on Facebook which is another really cool thing that Ace does that a lot of other cons don't do. But man, you don't have to be in Arizona to watch that. You could be in Maryland 
and right. still go on Facebook. Like they have Facebook across the world now. The, the one thing that you see is kind of streaming that I do appreciate though, is they have like the audio going throughout the whole stadium. And the, it, since it's yeah. a, a, a sports arena, there's TVs everywhere that they are broadcasting the panel throughout the show. So even if you're out shopping, you can still watch any of the panels, which I do appreciate. Uh, yeah, I did really like that part. Cause like I said earlier, when I'm walking by and I see that the panels on the jumbotron, it makes me want to watch it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, so, and it's the thing that I, I always I look at it this way: is it's their attempt to make like a mini, it's like a mobile mini Hall H, kind of is is the best way I can describe it for anybody who's who's ever been to San Diego. Hall H is kind of the big uh, hall where those panels are with the the, the big celebrities and everything. Like, uh, it, it's like a if they took just that aspect of the the con and just brought that to different cities, just kind of made that mobile and then filled in the concourse with whoever they could find local to, to sell stuff. It, it seems like that's what ACE has done. Yeah. Well, you need something to do yeah. in between your photo ops or while you're like, um, when you're standing in line to get your photo op or autograph, you can see the jumbotron too. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's cool filler. Yeah, that's, right. that's kind of all it is. Like that, just having the vendors. I mean, yeah, like you can go buy some pops, but um, you know, or you can look at, we saw some really cool vintage action figures up there too. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I just don't see the, you know, this is our second time. I think we all kind of felt it a little bit the first time, but after going again, like, I'm not sure the value's there unless you want to meet the yeah. celebrity. No, exactly. Yeah, I, I completely agree with what you guys are saying. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up the price. Cause you know, we get, I mean, so thankful for them giving us media passes. A uh, big thanks to Ace Comic-Con for doing that. And I think that, for me, makes it a little bit more enjoyable, just to be honest, because I'm not paying for the admission. $75 is a lot to ask for just to get me into the convention. Right. Uh, yeah, mean, especially if it doesn't include anything else other than just getting you in the door. Yeah. So you think about San Diego comic-con that's $65 for Saturday. So how could ACE comic-con be more expensive than that? Because San Diego's like, you know, there's a the million world's... things to do. Like yeah, literally it's... a million things to do. Yeah. It's probably four times the size of ACE. Yeah. And so it's much more programming, like so much more uh, visitors. I mean, it's nationally yeah. recognized. You get all these huge companies that go there. I mean, it is an experience in itself. Yeah. So one of the things, uh, one of the things I said last year that uh, as a negative still holds true is there's no side panels, right? You get the Michael Fassbender X-Men panel, but you don't really get little stuff off to the side because it's at an arena. There's no room to do um, you know, a little panel, like, like Scott said, it's like hall H, but you don't have ballroom 20, mm-hmm. but right. you don't have room six BCF. Like you don't have these things. Yeah. You, you yeah. only get hall H. They, they just inside that aspect, they just having it in an arena makes it great to be able to let everyone see that big main event. But yeah, you don't leave anywhere. Like no arena that I know of has, conference rooms that they could handle like side ones or at least that they're going to make available to anybody maybe maybe that jerry jones like cowboy stadium or something isn't that thing huge yeah may, yeah, yeah. Maybe if they ever but, decide to go there but not the arizona cardinal or arizona coyotes stadium in, yeah. in glendale yeah and we talked about the venue i mean they did a better job organizing it but i totally agree there's not a lot for extra stuff no. i do want to kind of get 
Larry's opinion, since Larry, uh, and we can go through kind of our own personal experiences here, but Larry has been known to get autographs at cons. He's always getting autographs from somebody. So I want to know if your experience getting that autograph from Christian Ritter and kind of tell us about that maybe. How does that compare to your experience at maybe other cons? So I haven't gotten a ton of autographs at other cons. I got a, I, I got a couple at San Diego, right? I met Nancy Cartwright, uh, the voice of Bart Simpson, a couple years ago. I got uh, Zach Callison, the voice of Steven Universe at Phoenix, whatever Phoenix Comic Con was called at that time. Um, and then, yeah, like I regretted not getting an autograph or a photo op after last year's Ace Comic Con after it happened, right? Like, I'm like, oh, I should have met Tom Holland or, you know, something. Like, we were right there amongst all these people. Um, and it, it just didn't happen. Um, so when this one rolled around, I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure it out. I want to see somebody. So I decided that Kristen Ritter, Jessica Jones, was the right, uh, right, right price point and a show that I really like. Uh, Jessica Jones on Netflix is my favorite Netflix uh, Marvel series. And she was only 65 bucks for an autograph. It seemed like a totally reasonable price. So uh, as soon as tickets went on sale, I snatched those up. Um, so yeah, I waited in line, got this pop signed, then a pop protector. It's super blurry, but whatever. It's on It's on our Instagrams. Um, go check it out. Uh, she signed it nicely in purple paint pen Sharpie. Um, so yeah, uh, it was cool. Like you had to go to the floor. You went through a second set of metal detectors, um, which was interesting because you went through one when you first got there, but I get it, right? You want to make sure the celebrities are safe. So you go through a second set of metal detectors and they search your bags again. Um, it was quick though. Like I think there was two people in line in front of me. Super quick, super easy. Um, got in line right on the floor. The lines were big and long. Like the, the aisles were long. They had a set of really, really nice. Um, it was kind of interesting. Like each, like she was signing at the same time Tom Hiddleston was signing. Um, but they're each in these curtained off like booths so you can't see the other guests like i thought like oh because i knew tom hiddleston was signing too i'm like oh cool when we get up to see jessica jones i'm gonna be able to look to my right and see loki right no they got it they got it curtained off <laughs> yeah I, that's one thing i noticed I, and i made a comment to nate when we kind of looked over and looked down there i was like dude they they have those like sectioned off like you can't once you walk through those things like it's you and that the the signing person like there's yeah. nothing, you don't got you can't see anything else and even though you can't really get a look as a guest i think it's nice if you did pay that extra money to see them okay i'm getting exclusive access here oh yeah I, I get it but you know what when i was standing at that line when someone walked out of the tom hiddleston booth that curtain opened right up and i could see tom hiddleston nice yeah. so like, like you said about like fast bender and stuff when you walk by the panel it's still really cool to be like hey there's loki like, like 20 feet, feet away, away. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. right there. But and it's it, still cool, it, man. His neck looks fine. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he's breathing. Yeah. Thanos didn't hurt him at all. Right, yeah. not, not uh, at all. So I, I want to jump in. I'm going through the uh, the chat here, and Jeremy did pose a good question. It says, uh, would it be better if they changed venues to a more traditional convention center? I think it would give them room, more room for things, but yep. I also feel like that's not what they want to do. <laughs> yeah. That so, they want to be different and, and have the Jumbotron and, yeah. and do all that stuff. So I, I had a couple, uh, an idea with it though, because yeah, I, I think that they want to still stick with something that's more of a stadium style seating because that accommodates, it lets everybody that's there see the panel, right? I think that's their big idea is like, we don't want to get a, 
you know, a convention hall because that limits the number of people that could go in and see these, the, 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 the people. Yeah. Let's get a, a stadium that can hold 20,000 people and everyone well, gets to see. You know, even, even Hall H is so big that when you're sitting in the back, you're really just watching a, a TV screen anyhow. Yeah. So this, with stadium-style seats, you can be in the back, but you can still see the actual people there pretty easily, <laughs> as well as look at the, at the Jumbotron. So, like, I, I, yeah, it's got some problems, like, with uh, with other vendors and stuff, but as far as, like, panels go, I like having uh, the, the panel set up the way that they do it for Ace in the arena. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, go ahead, Nate. I was going to say valid point for sure. Um, I still prefer the traditional convention center uh, after being at San Diego and designer con really was awesome too. I, I love the way the giant con was laid out. It, I think for me, it feels spread out. It feels like a bigger con ACE when it's in that, um, you know, that stadium, the way it is, it feels smaller. Yeah. It's so weird how it just wraps around in circles and yeah. you were never, you never really know exactly where you are. Like it's, right. it, it's odd. Yeah. There's no frame of reference. I'm like, am I close to the end or should I turn around? You know, at, yeah, at one and, point Nate was like, yeah, well we're, we're right back at the beginning. I'm like, dude, no, we're not. And then I turned like around one vendor. I was like, Oh yeah, no, that's where we came in at. Okay. <laughs> yeah. never mind. I guess, yeah. I guess we did make a circuit already. And even the, confusing. Yeah, even though it wasn't, it didn't really ever get super busy. I guess. I mean, the, the, there was a lot of people there, but there, there's definitely areas where if it got flooded, there's a choke point that you cannot get around. Yeah, well, there and was last year for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, last yeah. year we ran into that a lot. Yep. Like there's this one so, huge vendor that had tons of t-shirts, but it took up so much space that yeah. it started encroaching on the way to walk. And luckily, there wasn't a ton of people, so we never got stuck. But I can see that an area where you get stuck and there's just little areas like that just because of the way that you're walking around this concourse and gila river arena like i've been in a, a in a fair amount of arenas and baseball stadiums and stuff i think gila river has a pretty narrow right. uh, a narrow concourse so you're right like you put a big old six foot table like there's not a whole lot of room to walk by and, and that's i was going to say is it, if we're going to talk about a change of venue and you still want that stadium thing Right next door, you have Cardinal Stadium. Just downtown Phoenix, there's the the uh, Chase Stadium for where the the Diamondbacks play. Uh, both of those have way bigger concourses, and I mean the floor space for like the signings, and everything is is roughly about the same, right? Like it's probably way way, way more bigger expensive. at the yeah, probably way more expensive. But it may be something like that. I think would have fit because you could have fit those vendors and then had tons of walking space. It, just thinking of chase stadium myself, like those concourses, at least on that, that first level are, are super yes. wide to where you could walk and have those vendors and you would never have to worry about that. So I think keeping it in the stadium, I, I think it would have been a little bit better to go to one of those other, you know, kind of a little bit larger stadiums to give you that that space to walk and and go through. And most of those too are generally like a lot of the baseball stadiums are open air, right? You don't have that wall that separates walking down to the to the vendor hall, so it would kind of eliminate that small feeling, I think, by going with something that doesn't have those walls and it's just kind of an open view of yeah. the whole thing. 
I want to uh, focus on another question too. Brian Rainey asked us uh, a little bit earlier. So if you had to pay, would you be returning for a third year? So well, what, do you, what do you think, Larry? I, I really, it, it depends on the guest list. If there was not a guest I wanted to see, probably not. Um, but if there is a guest I wanted to see, then yeah, sure. Why not? You know, uh, it, it, I think that, uh, they've got VIP badges, right. That gets you entry plus, uh, an autograph plus a photo op. Like I mm -hmm. probably opt for one of those while they're pricey, you know, like 300 bucks plus depending on who you want to see, like all in all, like it's not a bad value. No, it, yeah. it if you look at kind of the individual prices of things to be able to get in and, and I, I think it generally does include like a full three day pass too. Yeah. Uh, not just a yeah. single day for those. No. So, you know, three days in that you could go plus the, the, the photos and stuff. Yeah. If there was somebody that I liked and that I wanted to see, I would definitely go back and, and, and like Larry pick up the VIP pass. Um, if not, I, I, I love just going to cons and walking around and, and just kind of looking at the vendors and what mm -hmm. everybody has. Uh, maybe it's something that I do like a Friday night, you know, like it's not as expensive. There's only a couple hours. I'll go there. I don't know if I'd pay $75 to not go and see somebody and just to, to walk around. Cause that's kind of an expensive Saturday outing. Exactly. Yeah. And I agree with what the guys are saying. Um, I had a lot of fun. I do enjoy walking yeah. around conventions. I do enjoy looking at vendors but if there's not something that's bringing me there, like one of those guests, I don't know if I would pay that seventy-five dollar fee because that's that's a hefty fee just to walk around and look at stuff. You know, it's it's a bit pricey. Um, but you know what? Like, it's it's like it it's like anything else. It's what you make of it. Like like you said, we had fun today. Uh, yeah. Like it was an excuse to go hang out with my friends, look at some comic books, look at some toys, hang out there, you know, see some panels, and like what else were we going to do on a Saturday? Like it's yeah. like, so same thing. Like, so maybe if it's a little bit cheaper, I, I'd probably go back. Um, but like, it's, it's, it's like anything. It's what you make of it. If you want to have a good time, you're going to have a good time. If you want to dwell on the negative and be like, Hey, I spent too much on this. You're probably not going to have fun. So mm -hmm. just be positive. So yeah. I actually really like this question too. Uh, Tyler has brought it up in the chat. It says, uh, who are some of the celebs you hope are at the next Ace Comic Con? So That's let's just question. say, let's just say coming around third year next January, uh, we have, you know, Ace Comic Con part three in Phoenix. Is there anybody that you would hope? Uh, there's a couple that I think would be fairly likely. Who do you got, man? Um, so just given kind of the time frame, it's you know six months afterward, or so it may not be exactly, but I um, I would hope that we'd get some more of the the Marvel guys back, um, you know, Chris Who? Evans, Anthony Mackie, all those guys be yeah. coming back since Endgame probably would just be coming out on DVD around that time, uh, you know, Any and it's kind of the right time to bring those guys out. So I think we'd see a lot of Marvel. Marvel folks. Anybody new though? Like Evans and Mackie have been there before. Who, yeah, who do you so, want to see who hasn't? Honestly, since she's brand new, I would love to have uh, Captain Marvel out there. Yeah, that would be. Like, oh. I think, yeah. And Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy you killed me. I, I was just, I was dying to say Josh Brolin. I was like, Josh Brolin. He, yeah, he was so, supposed to be in Chicago, but he had to yeah. cancel because he, his wife had a baby. So yeah. I, got, I, I got two. Yeah. And that's kind of sad too, because I think a lot of people were really looking forward to see him. Josh Brolin like killed it last year. He was in two amazing movies. 
Yeah. I've, I've enjoyed a lot of his stuff, even in the past, before he even was associated with Marvel. Uh, I would love to see him. Um, I think, ooh, some guys have some good ones. Tyler Calvert says Brie Larson. That's a great pick, too. Yeah. That's what I was, was going to say, say Brie, yeah. um, Scarlett Johansson. That would be cool if she that showed up at Ace. huge, man. Yeah, that would be amazing. I, I uh, realized I, I messed up because I said I think I said Allison Brie and it's Brie Larson that I yeah. was thinking of. Yeah, but Allison Brie would be awesome too. Yes, another MCU. Yeah, exactly. Jeremy, another one, good one. Jeremy Mark Ruffalo would be great. Uh, right, let me Sam, let me see Samuel mine Jackson. Be- let me see mine before someone else. Spoils okay, go ahead, Larry. Go I have ahead. two that, like like Brian asked, would I go? These would be no brainers for me. Chris Pratt and Ben Diesel. Ooh, I am, I, am I, would, I would throw down. Yeah, I, I know he's a loose Marvel. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I, however, I, you bring Vin Diesel or Chris Pratt, and I, I will give you my three hundred dollars. Yeah, no, and, and Tyler steals my other one too because I was just thinking about Jude Law because he's you know kind of yeah he's he, showing up in, in in Captain Marvel and I, what con do you think Jude Law is ever really going to go to other yeah. than potentially an ace? True. And Denny McGuire, yeah. uh, he has a great one. Hugh Jackman, I would love to see Hugh Jackman. I threw in Ryan Reynolds. He's just, you yeah, know, he's Ryan he freaking cool. Reynolds. Yeah, it was amazing to meet him. So, or, uh, I mean, like any of the Guardians too, like Zoe Saldana. True, I, I'd love to see her. I, I mean, Batista does some cons. Um, yeah, I think even uh, though we're throwing out a lot of names on. here, we can get Bradley Cooper for yeah. the voice yeah, of Rocket. Right, you're gonna have Vin Diesel. You gotta have Bradley Cooper. Robert Downey yeah. Jr. How cool would that be if he showed up? I mean, I know I we're throwing out a lot of names can, here. I don't think we can. Anyone can afford to have Robert Downey Jr. No. show. True, he's probably super expensive. I mean, you know, I know we're throwing out a lot of names, but considering what Ace has done in the past for their other cons, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that some of those people might show up in the future. Yeah, here's what I want because of his voice work in Into the Spider Verse. Come on. We need Nicolas Cage, and that dude needs money. So you know, yeah, he needs to come in. Like I, I think he Nicolas would. Nicolas Cage, up. yeah, Nicolas Cage, Spider Man Noir. Yeah, I yeah. would. I would get the VIP pass solely for a photo op and <laughs> autograph with Nicolas Cage, voice like, of Superman in the Teen Titans Go yeah. movie. Yes, and voice of Spider Man Noir. Yeah, yeah. And basically, one of the greatest overactors of all time. Yeah, I would, I would drop tons of money to uh, to do a meet and greet with uh, Nicolas Cage, star of the unannounced Superman uh, Returns that yeah. never got released from Tim Burton. Yeah, it was supposed Burton. to be Nick Cage as Superman. Yeah. So Johnson threw out a good one. Uh, how about? If Aquaman shows up, well, you know what, Johnson? He was at Long Island. <laughs> yeah, he was at that one in New Jersey, along with Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot. They had the entire Justice League cast. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick, man. Yeah, good, yeah, good I, names in the chat. You guys throw out some good ones. Like, it's it's fun to <laughs> to to do a wish list. But, I, Wait, and, and, but and I'm... But, go. I was going to say, the, you say it's fun to do a wish list, but... Given the the kind of history that this con has pulled in for guests, they're not no, really outside of what could show up. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely possible. Aside from like Robert Downey Jr., it's it's and even that like he's friends with Chris Evans. If Chris Evans is like, "Hey, man, I had a lot of fun at Ace Comic Con. You should give it a try." I got, he might I, give it a try. I I ate a lot of really bad food and had to go home no. early last year, but yeah, yeah. Jeremy says Ouch. Batfleck. Ben Affleck would be awesome. 
Yeah, okay. He, he wasn't at Long Island, but he's at every other con. Yeah. yeah. Right? I think he was at Tex, uh, Houston's Comic Palooza over this last summer. Like, Oh, I wouldn't even mention Gal Gadot. How cool would that be? Yeah. Because yeah. she's got a Wonder Woman 84 coming out soon. So yeah. It's going to be a big deal. Aquaman made a ton of money. Wonder Woman 1984 is going to make a ton of money. Yeah. Yes. And it looks like Aquaman, I mean, I haven't, I'm going to go see it tomorrow, but it looks like Aquaman's kind of, hopefully, I'm going to cross my fingers, hopefully, a turning point for the DCEU because it is getting really rave reviews. A lot of people say they really like it. So I hope we're going to get some better movies. Shazam's coming out soon. Wonder so, Woman's going to come out. I think we're finally going to see Zachary Levy at probably maybe the, the next one or, or two down the line. Showing like up that. as um, he does, he does all the cons anyhow, right? Yeah. He had the nerd HQ stuff outside yeah. uh, San Diego Comic Con for a whole oh, bunch exactly. of years. Well, I mean, you have what Chuck, right? Like yeah. that was his thing. So, like, he was in Guardians I mean, too, wasn't he? Or no, Thor, he was in uh, Dark World, yeah, he was in Dark World as uh, um, Somebody. one of the Warriors Three. I can't remember all their names, no. um, but yeah, he was one of the Warriors Three, um, mm -hmm. in uh, the, the two of them. Right, he he was only not in the first, and I mean he was in he's, Ragnarok. He was in Ragnarok for that brief second before he died, but <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it, it, him coming around with Shazam, I can see him probably being. Usually, it's like every three or four months, right? They have another one come up. So seems like uh, yeah. one yeah. quarter. Yeah, so one a quarter. So probably in not maybe the next one to the one after that, we'll probably start to see, might see him. Uh, come through as as a guest. I like it when they can st string together um, multiple guests that have been in like the same movie, like the Justice League, or like when, uh, or like the X Men panel from today. Like that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, I, I didn't even put two and two together that those three were me all neither. there, and yeah, then all of a sudden you see the X Men Dark Phoenix panel. I'm like, holy crap! They got Cyclops, Storm, and Magneto. Yeah, I didn't realize all three was gonna were gonna be here today. So to Larry's point. That's really cool when they join a bunch of different people together into one because uh, it makes that whole thing yeah. better. Uh, yeah. one, one more before we move on. Uh, Travis Moore says Paul Rudd. Yeah. Paul Rudd would be my, well, fourth oh. choice. So Chris Pratt, Vin Diesel, Scarlett Johansson, and then Paul Rudd. That would yeah. be the killer top four for me. Yeah. And, and outside of San Diego, I, I want to bring up what, what Jeremy brings up too is uh, adding in directors uh, would be would be really cool to see because yeah. yeah like uh, um, it, not really a lot of cons outside of like a, a Hall H appearance really are going to have those uh, directors out there so being able to actually talk to like yeah uh, Taika Waititi you know yeah, about filmmaking or the, yeah <laughs> shoot uh, I, think, I think John Favreau would be really cool because yeah, he also Favreau. plays happy you know yes. that'd be awesome. Double he's my number six meeting. on that list. Then yeah. uh, he's my number five because uh, he directed Swingers, and that's a great movie. Yeah. Um. So, like Jeremy mentioned, the Russo brothers. I, I forget what con it was at. I'm pretty sure it was in Texas. But uh, Sully and Steve met the Russo brothers at a con, so it's not out of the question. Um. Granted, it was like right after. What what movie did they do first? Winter Soldier. I think it was right after Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier was, I think their first one. So they've gotten a little bigger since then, but uh, I mean, they, they, they've done cons before. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, potential. I mean, it, it's limitless. We could keep naming off names that we'd love to see. And, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it'll be a surprise what Ace brings next year. I we, think, we, if anything, it's going to be A-list celebrity. Go well, ahead. You know what, what else they brought this year in real life? They brought some amazing cosplayers as featured guests. Yes, you read my mind. Did. I was literally just going to say the same thing. Let's nice. go with them transitions, nice segue, Larry. Larry. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we met some, and we've met a couple of these people before, but like I said before. I, I don't want to say we've met them. We can say we got a couple of friends of the podcast. We have met I think. I think we met, Yeah. Well, so th- there were only two featured cosplay guests. You may remember Alina Masquerade and Steffi Monster from the SCS Guys Super Mega Cosplay Giveaway um, from around this time last year, where we gave away an autographed picture of Steffi Monster and an autographed picture of Alina Masquerade. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, both of them were at the con, and we did get a chance to uh, meet up with them and talk for a little bit. Yeah, they're extremely nice. Uh, Larry said, you know, got recognized. Tell us about that, Larry. Yeah, so I, I was walking up, and uh, before I could say hi, Alina remembered that we did a quick interview uh, last year at Ace, um, and that video is still up on our YouTube channel if you want to check it out. Uh, but yeah, it was really cool. She said hi. Uh, we talked for a minute. Uh, she remembered me. We just talked, you know, cons and how the day was going, how'd she been. Um, she was really cool. Uh, she has an STS Guys t-shirt, so like uh, like Scott was saying, friend of the podcast. Um, and uh, somebody who I've been like Instagram friends with for a really long time, but had never met Steffi Monster, uh, was also there. So yeah. that was really cool. Um, I got to say hi to her. Like same thing, right? It's just it's that we're kind of like kind of like my Funko friends. Um, it's kind of weird to meet these people who you've known online for a lot of years, um, but like after like a second of somewhat awkwardness, like it was pretty cool, and we just started talking, and like <laughs> we just hung out for a little while, like like just you know just became friends again like in real life this time so it was cool yeah we went there today and uh you know alina and steffi both were kind of sharing a booth and they were both just extremely welcoming you know they're like oh hey guys you know i didn't have to say hello and she's like oh the sts guys are here like we know we know who those guys are yeah you know they just saw the shirt nate and i were both wearing our our well, we, I guess we're still wearing the same ones from earlier. Uh, <laughs> the, the, these STS guys shirts. And yeah, the first thing they were saying was like, you're like, Oh, Hey, the STS guys, what's going on? And yeah, yeah kind of from yeah. there it was, it was really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, they had a couple of uh, just outside of, of the ones that we knew, uh, there are some people that brought some some pretty awesome, some cosplays like uh, Nate, I think had posted a picture up of uh, the transformers that we had, I mean, people walk around in like full on Transformers costumes. Yeah, the Arizona uh, Autobots. Uh, if you yeah. guys haven't checked out our Instagram, check it out at STS Guys. We posted a ton of cosplayers, and we've got more that we'll be continuing to post. But yeah, you can was- see the you can see those Autobots, and then you can see uh, Steffi and Alina too. So go find those pictures. Double tap. Yeah, we got yeah. a group shot of them, and we got a bunch of other cosplayers. Um, that was, I mean, we've talked about you know other things, but that was one of the cool things about the convention. That was People, my favorite part of the convention was hanging out with them. Yeah, they were they brought some real awesome cosplayers. Oh, Jeremy brings up a good one, and we haven't mentioned. Uh, so Emmett and Wildstyle, if I'm getting that right, from Oh yeah, Lego Movie Two, and they also had one of the aliens that are going to be in Lego Movie Two, which I don't know the name of that, but they were they had a handler there that was. 
They're like, okay, you guys dance. And they would dance. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were going, like, all right. Then everyone wait. And everyone got out the cameras. He's like, all right, dance. And they would start doing it again. Yeah. Um, it was cool because I, I think that was a legit, you know, Lego movie, you know, media crew yeah. that had come out with, with the, the it's a Warner brother. I think it's a Warner brothers movie. So yeah, like WB probably, uh, yeah. brought them out. Perfect. And, uh, we didn't talk about the other podcast cause, uh, I see somebody has popped up in the, oh, uh, the chat. Yeah. So we do Perfect. have, uh, 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 we did meet up with a couple other fellow podcasters. Uh, yeah. uh, we were, Nate and I were standing in line to get our badges and, uh, um, right behind us you know a guy comes walking in and i i kind of look out the corner of my eyes i don't see his face but i see the shirt and i recognize that logo immediately it is the uh, couch crunchers which was the uh, show that we were on uh just a uh, uh, just before the holidays you know we had gone on their show and uh had done a thing so i turned around and i was like wait like it's like lance he's like yeah dude. he's like oh crap it's you guys like <laughs> and we're instant again instantly friends you know kind yeah. of the great thing about uh you know kind of the the podcast community is uh uh we're very all supportive of each other here with the kind of the different local guys and then um didn't get a chance to say hi but i did see the uh uh clarissa and patrick from tomorrow comes movies were walking around i think larry did get a chance to to stop and say hi a little I bit i did i was checking out a booth and next thing i knew uh the patrick and carissa slid up and said hi so good to see you guys thank you for stopping by the chat uh if you guys like our podcast check out both couch crunchers and tomorrow comes movies they're also great podcasts both available on itunes both available anywhere you listen to podcasts and like scott said like we were on Couch Crunchers. We're going to try to figure out something where we can get uh, Lance and then Patrick and Chris uh, on our podcast soon, too. So I, I I called 2019 the year of the special guest one day at work last week. I'm going to try to make it happen. So hopefully we get Tobarco's movies. We can get Couch Crunchers. We can get Alina. We can get Steffi. Hopefully we can get a bunch of guests in 2019. I, I think sure. that's the, the way to go. I think Larry threw out the year of the guest, and I think all of us were like, yes! Yeah, we, uh, we, when we that kind of happened. We've met so many awesome people. It would be yeah. great to just have them on, talk, mm -hmm. you know, let them promote themselves. And Yeah, know, no, then, and again, like I, I mentioned meeting the cosplayers, like, right, Aline and Steffi was my favorite part, but really, along with that was hanging out with you guys and tomorrow comes movies and couch crunchers. Like, it's just cool to be able to go to these things and have friends and meet up with, like, that's what makes it fun. It's just mm -hmm. this central location that, you know, Hey, I'm going to go and there's going to be other people I know there too. It just makes it so much more cool. For sure. A lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Digging for a segue. I don't, yeah, have I don't know if we got like, like <laughs> Oh, you know yeah. what else is fun? Getting good deals on Mezco 112 oh. collective figures. Well, yeah, that, so nailed it. Yeah, so yeah. that is a good thing cuz uh let me just say that uh, I think Larry and I played the worst <laughs> devil's advocate what for Nate? Yeah, let's that just, is possible. We were we're the friends who like the like Nate was supposed to be the designated driver. We're like, no we're like, man, no, no man, you can have a beer. You uh, can have two. You can have two drinks and be fine, man. Come on, like you, that's fine. Your DD doesn't mean anything that's like that important. Yeah. Nate's, so Nate's beer today was a Mezco figure. It yes. was. Um. So like I said before, the vendors are always kind of like my favorite part because I'm an action figure collector. 
I'm always looking for those rare, hard to find action figures. So um, we're going around. We found some really good vendors. Uh, Toy Anxiety, who have has a local store here, had a great booth. I was uh, really impressed by what they had. They had the new Hulk. They had uh, new Mezcos. I almost got the Mezco King Kong. If you guys know me, I, I love Mezco toys. So I'm thinking about that. Scott knows. I'm like, ah, they have it at retail price. Yeah. That's not bad. But you were talking about it for a while, too. I, I thought was. you were going back to get that. Yeah, so I had it in my mind when I came there that I was not going to spend money. I'm like, okay, no, I'm not going to get anything when I go here. But sure enough, I'm walking around, and I find a guy that has a pretty awesome Mezco collection. And I feel bad. I think his name was John. I don't exactly know uh, the store that he represented. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, I was so in the moment with what I got that I didn't really pay attention. But, but he didn't he have had, really good signage, to be honest. Like I didn't get a name of the store. He just had a yeah. booth with a shit ton of toys. I wish yeah, I would have saw it too. I was thinking the same thing because he is. Yeah, he had Mezco's, but he had some other awesome stuff too. He had a lot of yeah. really good old school stuff. Yeah, like, he had it was. He's had some of the older Mezcos. So the one that I got before I delay any longer. Yeah, what'd you get? I, I saw the Mezco Shazam. Now this Shazam. Is, yeah, Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. So um, I'm a big DC guy. I'm always trying to build out my DC team. Mezco did a Shazam a while ago that I've always regretted passing up on. And he's gone up in value. But I saw this guy there and he had him enlisted at a good price. So I took a chance and I haggled a little bit and he took the first offer and I got it for a really great price. I'm talking about this Mezco Shazam. It's in great condition. It looks brand new. Uh, nice. It looks like it came from a collector. It's got everything, you know, that's supposed to come with a figure. Oops. Let me open I mean, the, them up. the box isn't even really dinged up that much. So they like took care of the box. Yeah. You can kind of see them in there. I know it probably doesn't come through that great, but this Mezco Shazam is really, really awesome. Um, and I'm so glad that I found him. And thanks again to John for giving me the, the deal that he did. Uh, I was super happy. Well, and that that uh, the Shazam movie comes out in just a couple of weeks on April fifth. Like the right. price of that thing and the demand. If this movie is as good as everybody thinks it's going to be, it's just going to go up. So that was a that was a great find. And then for your action figure photography, like it's the perfect timing now. Yeah. As we get closer to April, you can post up a bunch of Shazam pictures. It's it's going to be perfect. You can now sure. be ready for the movie with your pictures. Yeah, because you yeah. have the Shazam. And being a Mezco collector, you know, you try to find those hard to find ones. And Mezco, uh, I mean, Shazam had probably a lower production run than most. So I'm yeah. actually really, he's really happy. He's not Batman. Yeah, exactly. He's not Batman. And he looks awesome. I took him out of package. You know, I did a thorough inspection just to make sure. But he's in perfect condition. I, I yeah. couldn't be happier with that find today. I, 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 can I tell this little aspect of the story? So we walked down the, the concourse a little bit. And Nate's like, hey, I, I need to stop here and take a look at this. Cause like I don't think Nate really under like comprehended really the price that he got for it. He's like, there's still gotta be something wrong with this figure. So <laughs> we had to stop and actually he like took it out and we like checked all the articulation points to make sure they like moved right. He's like, No, I actually just got this thing for for what I did. Like it yeah. was it was it was interesting because he's like I gotta stop because I don't want to leave this convention <laughs> with this in case it's not good. Well, you always get paranoid with you know figures because it came from somebody else's collection. You hope that the guy took care of it. So I had to open it up and at least check out all the clothing, make sure there's no stains, the articulation works, he's not broken, and luckily, like I said, he's in like new condition. So 
Uh, I mean, the guy had Green Arrow, which is one of the first ones. He had the Mutant Leader, which is one of the first ones. He had Judge Dredd, which is one of the first ones. I mean, these are the older Mezcos, the ones that are really hard to find. Um, so yeah, I hope to see that every, guy again. Right? They're, they're older, and that means everybody has them in their collections, and they don't want to get rid of them. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, I wish we would have figured out his name because I'm sure he's online and stuff. Because he had other really cool stuff too. The thing that caught my eye was he had a mint on card, unpunched superpowers cyborg. Um, yeah, it was thirteen hundred dollars, but uh, I've always that figure's always had a special place in my heart because I had all of the su Kenner superpowers figures, every single one except cyborg. Um, so that when I saw that in his case, I'm like, ooh, that's pretty cool. So I, I don't even know if I've ever actually seen one of those in person before. And he, he had a ton of the old school G.I. Joes, not like the little like yeah. 1980s G.I. Joes, but like the old school, like when they were about the same size as a Barbie G.I. Yeah. Joe. Like they, he, they even he even had the uh, um, I, I can't remember the the exact name. Of it. it was the, the Harley Davidson tie in one that was the uh, motorcycle cop that was oh. somehow also a G.I. Joe. But like an official one, like he had some really good old school uh, GI Joes too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, he had he had a ton of uh, carded Ninja Turtles. I saw Shredder plus all the other turtles on card. Mm -hmm. um, he had a bunch of loose like seventies uh, uh, Kenner Star Wars. He had a bunch of loose superpowers too. He had uh, Mint on card LJN uh, WWF figures. Um, well, yeah, like, and. You saw, the, you saw the Kenner Superpower Cyborg, right, Larry? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mentioned that one. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's right. You just didn't mention <laughs> it's that. Cool. That's cool. That's cool. I don't listen to you when you talk either. No, sorry. <laughs> I was listening to you. It just I, it, it struck my mind again because you said superpowers. But yeah, yeah, you don't see that figure anywhere. No, no, that was the hardest of hard to get, man. It was it was thirteen hundred bucks, but it was it was a minty card. It was it was pretty awesome. Um, like I, I feel like I'm pretty particular in the toys that I'm interested in, but like this guy literally had everything that I thought was cool and er, like such good shape. And like I said, I wish I knew who he was, but, um, that was, that was another highlight was just that one booth had so much cool stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, yeah. It was out of all the other ones. Like we went to a ton of the different booths and they had a lot of stuff that were like, Oh, they have a lot of really cool stuff, but it was a lot of like newer things or yeah power um, the the what mid 90s power of the force figures we, we uh <laughs> scott and i both stuck our finger in the hole and and petted the furry uh was the bantha? Bantha. Yeah, bantha, bantha, right? like, yeah we took the furry I, power of the force bantha I, I i was in there playing like had my finger in the box like petting the bantha and they her uh larry walks <laughs> on the corner he's like does that bet they have real fur? I'm like, dude, it's got real fur. Play with this. Like, right, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever them thing. <laughs> I've never seen that one before. It was it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was funny. I almost made it out of there without spending money, and that was one of the last boosts that I saw. And so, you know, even though you know Larry and Scott, they encourage me. They're also kind of making me realize, like, dude, it's a good deal. You probably shouldn't yeah. pass it up. Yeah, and it, it was one of those. It was one of those things, right? Like. Sometimes you say, oh, I'm going to cut back or I'm not going to buy stuff. But then there's always that there's always that really good deal that comes around that yeah. you had to make an exception for. That was Shazam. That was today. Yeah, I would have really regretted it if I had let that stay. I probably would have gone back tomorrow. <laughs> Steve, if you still, that's one of those things where you're like, if I'm going to go back tomorrow, 
Yeah. And if it's still there, yeah, no, that's it. fate telling me just that I'm supposed to have that. Just yeah, I would have been so pissed if I drove all the way back there again just yeah. to get that. But yeah, great experience. It, it was fun. That really yeah, tops it, was, it off for me. It was cool. So right, that's kind of it for Ace. Like Nate said, um, I guess I'll show real quick. Like you can, we post up a ton of cool pictures on our Instagram at SDS guys. I posted up some stuff on Twitter at SDS guys. And as promised, I posted one picture on Facebook <laughs> at the SDS guys. And I am Larry from the SDS guys. Chilling like a villain. You know what else as, is cool? As tradition. You know what else is cool? That Michael Jordan Funko pop that Funko dropped uh, on Friday, right? They dropped an announcement that, the legend himself, the greatest basketball player of all time, is coming in pop form. And you know where you can buy that pop now? Pre-order? ShoeMeStore.com. It's available now. Shoe Me does a mint box guarantee, so you don't got to worry about your pop getting damaged. She's going to ship it to you in a pop protector. You're going to go to ShoeMeStore.com, and you're going to enter code STS, guys, to save 10, 10, 10%. Get a great deal. Get that Jordan pop locked down because everybody's going to want that. Who doesn't love Michael Jordan, man? Who doesn't like saving money, right? Yeah. Well, Who the, doesn't the, like saving money? The fact is, you're going to get it at retail with the pop protector. Yeah, that's the right. thing that we we've all all of us I think have at least at at some point gone through shoe me to get something because of that fact. Yep, yeah, I put so, in, I I got I got my order in for two on Friday, so I got my two Jordan pops coming soon. Do yourself a favor. Go to shoemestore.com, Enter code STS guys and secure yourself a Jordan because I guarantee you. I'm not a Funko collector, but Jordan being who he is, you're going to regret it if you miss out on that pre-order. And I mean, it's come out, it's 10! Yeah, uh, so Foot Locker kind of had a pre-release, um, which started today at Select Foot Lockers, and I saw people, I saw videos of people arguing and fighting in line over it. Dude, don't, don't get arrested, don't get punched in the face, go to shoemestore.com, enter code SDS, guys, get your pop. Stay out of jail, kids. Gu guaranteed pre-order plus, like I said, the pop protector. You got to do it. Yeah, for sure, yeah. man. So next up for the STS guys, uh, two weeks from tomorrow what? is a little WWE event called Royal Rumble. Royal oh, Rumble is dang. coming to Phoenix? Yep. I think it's January 27th is the actual Royal Rumble, but WWE Access is like their little fan convention that's happening all weekend long. So I will be checking that out on Sunday and then heading over to the actual Royal Rumble event itself at Chase Field. So uh, stay tuned for some WWE coverage for all those WWE fans out there. It's going to be pretty awesome. And then I think we're going to do a little bit of a recap uh, the following week, right? Because we always do Saturday night podcasts and Royal Rumble's on Sunday. So we'll probably do at least a little bit of a recap. Maybe, just maybe, there'll be a special guest on that one too for the year of the special guest. Wait, we might have our first special guest? Yeah, 2019. Oh, dang. oh that's a, damn. That's really cool that they're coming because I know that's a big deal. I'm, I'm not a wrestling fan myself, but I know Royal Rumble coming to your state is a big deal. Yeah, yeah right. There's works. WrestleMania and then there's Royal Rumble. Right, yes. the, if it's any of those two things, like you said, I'm with Nate. I'm not a big wrestling fan, but I know what those two are. Yeah. yeah. Like, everyone knows those two events. So when they come to your town, you got to go. It makes me excited for Larry because I know he's going to have an awesome time. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. 
Um, I think Royal Rumble was actually like on my birthday one year and I thought that was pretty cool. And I think one of my friends got it over at, at his house when you had to pay for pay-per-views. Um, so like, this is a long time coming. Yeah. There was a really cool Funko fun cast episode 100 recording thing in Seattle that I could have went to that day too, but I'm sticking with the Royal Rumble, man. It's, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be awesome. Um, we'll do Funko stuff another time. Um, so yeah, look for that, man. I, I've got a got a VIP pass purchased for uh, WWE access, so it's, so it's going to be legit. Let's just say this: here, a couple Sundays from now, take a look at the STS guys' uh, Instagram because yeah. there will be a bunch of Royal Rumble. And uh, Larry knows the name, but I know there's that the the convention going up Ax- here. Access, the, yeah, the the W. WE access or whatever it is, the uh, coming up here, there's going to be tons of pictures from that too. So yeah. check it out. It's going to be cool. And I'm mainly going because I'm all in on this signed Funko Pop thing, man. Um, so, I, got the Jessica, right. I got Jessica Jones signed today. I've got a bunch of other WWE pops, right? Jake the Snake at Tucson Comic Con. You guys remember that one, right? The Snake. Mm-hmm. This steak right here. Um, <laughs> I got some from uh, that wrestling club, from that subscription box. So I've got my VIP for uh, WWE superstar Sasha Banks and Bailey. So nice. getting getting two more two more uh, pop signed up next or in two weeks. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, your signed pop collection is becoming pretty substantial. Yeah, I, I don't impressive. know why I I don't know why I held up, but uh, when you get those really those super bright paint pens. And they look pretty awesome signed on the window. So, like I said, man, I'm I'm all in. I, I don't know how many I have now, but the collection's getting getting plus two here, at least in, in plus two in two weeks. <laughs> Jeremy says snake emoji, snake emoji, snake emoji. And right before that, you got the oh, the, oh yeah, down the arrow, down arrow, yeah. yeah, snake, right yeah. Here. So, and if you guys miss Jeremy, don't worry, he will be back. Next, yeah, his own, Jeremy yeah. will be back. Yeah, he had his own personal thing to do this weekend, but he will come back. So uh, we missed Jeremy. We we were glad he's able to join us in the chat. Thanks to everybody else that joined us in the chat. You guys yeah. are amazing. Thanks for participating. I, I do have to. I, I should have done this earlier, but I'm going to say it now. I also apologize to anybody who's listening on any of our pro like SoundCloud, Spotify, or anything like that because. Uh, Jeremy is our kind of audio technician guy. Um, I don't know if the sound quality is going to be that great on any of the other pro like platforms. So, so last, I'm, last time we did this, last time we did this, they sounded fine. So Yay. don't Hooray. worry. Don't worry. We're going to sound great. Like we always do. Cause <laughs> just in backup case, I'm sound sorry. guy, backup sound guy, layer from the SDS guys is going to take care of it. <laughs> nice. Well, in, in any case, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Cool. I think awesome. that's it, right? For the episode. Yeah, the, for, yeah. I'll, I'll close it out. Yeah. Close it out, Larry. I, <laughs> I don't remember what else Jeremy says, but we're going to go for episode 67 of the SDS Guides podcast. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's been Nate. And I have a screwdriver. The tool, not the drink. <laughs> yeah. You're such a tool, Scott. Nice I tool, am. man. Nice yes. tool. <laughs> Say goodbye, Scott. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, Jeremy. Bye.
and sit down.